0: Yoda. Welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems, and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. Because you deserve a business that doesn't feel like work, one that gives you energy and the resources to do what matters most to you. Whether it's figuring out where to spend your time, how to maximize your profitability, or streamlining your processes so things get done quickly and efficiently, My guests and I, we've got you covered. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, Indigenous Mama of Three, fashion-loving sewers and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. I'm so thrilled to be able to bring you the first of many amazing guest conversations and go behind the scenes of their business so that you can see how they have built their business, how they've made their moolah, and generally what their business looks like under the hood. And I hope under the hood is a global saying of going behind the scenes at what was going on underneath everything. Anyway, my guest today is Yvette Mayer. She is a business coach and seasoned marketing professional, and after 30 years in corporate, she left her position as managing director of the largest single media agency office in Australia to start her own business. She's successfully transferred her digital and marketing skills, her passion for people, and her leadership experience into coaching online business owners increase their sales and get over that six-figure hurdle. Yvette is a self-appointed lit up and liberated entrepreneur. And if you follow Yvette anywhere on social media, lit up and liberated is her tagline. Leaving her corporate life to go into business for herself has changed her life and now she lives every day lit up and liberated. And if that is not what she feels every day, then she's doing the wrong thing you will hear her talk about this quite often so it's really inspiring the way that she is now living her life by design today she's going to share with us her journey from new online business owner to a multiple six figure business owner in just two short years she's had an incredible journey I've known Yvette since the beginning of 2020 and watching her grow and expand with her business has been a phenomenal journey. So I am super excited for you to join us today for this conversation. Hey Yvette, welcome to the Business Your Way podcast.
1: Hello, thanks for having me. It's wonderful to be here.
0: Yeah, it's so nice to have you and Being the first guest, I'm super excited to have chats with you today about what goes on behind your business, behind the scenes. But let's start by, can you introduce yourself to the audience and tell them how you make your moolah and what's your background?
1: Absolutely. So I am a business and marketing coach and my absolute passion is helping women cash in on their years of experience and wisdom stepping into online CEO mode and in particular, integrating digital products into the mix so that they can grow a scalable, purposeful, profitable business and a business that feels like it loves them back. And my background is actually in corporate, 30 years of corporate marketing experience which takes me through to just around two and a half years ago, which was when I made the big move into having my own business. And that has also been quite the ride. Not a straight line for sure and for certain. I didn't even know what a business coach was two and a half years ago. And yeah, it's been a really incredible, challenging and rewarding couple of years building this business. And today... The moolah comes from my signature program is a twelve week mastermind called the Momentum Mastermind, which is for women who are not yet at the kind of hundred k level and are excited and passionate about building an online business, but don't have all of the marketing smarts to necessarily grow as quickly as they would like, and my program is a very very robust and quite an intensive mastermind that takes them from that like I'm overwhelmed I don't know how to actually get sales in the door to successfully starting to increase their revenue month on month so that that's my signature program I also do one-on-one business coaching. I have a super intimate higher level mastermind for women that are going to the next level in their business called The Limitless Inner Circle. That's a six-month mastermind. And I have a brand new course which is live right now which is called Digital Product Academy. And it is a four-week sprint to creating any irresistible digital product In terms of the offer, rather than fully recording and having it all ready to go, but having the outline, designing the user experience and the elements in the offer, and also building demand in an audience, that's what that's all about.
0: Nice. So if someone was like, oh, I might want to come into a vets world, do you have like a progression? Like, should they start with your digital product academy and then... You know where should they start with you?
1: Look, great question, and I I call it my ascension model. Yeah. Uh, and yes, in essence, I'm talking to the exact same women. However, um, there's probably a couple of things I would call out. So, typically, yes, if you have a business or an online business and you are looking to integrate digital products to help you create more impact and also scalability in the mix, the starting point 100% is Digital Product Academy and coming in through there gives you a really great understanding of what's possible for you and then the progression from there is the three-month intensive I would say, though, that in that three-month intensive, I do have other digital bosses like e-commerce, website owners, people um, with products that are available online in there. However, look, honestly, digital products are how I have grown my own business to this point and created an incredible life for myself. So it's really set up in a way that it attracts primarily digital product donors.
0: Uh, Okay, because that was going to be my next question is, so are you attracting people who have an offline business and they're just wondering about how they make that move to online? It's like, who are you attracting or targeting into your programs?
1: Yeah, so with the Digital Product Academy, it's absolutely set up for either business owners who they're generally already marketing online and maybe they're a coach or a service provider and they want to move beyond one-on-one work. Mm. But it may also be an individual who has an offline business and is ready to expand into digital offerings to complement that. But Mm. once they get into my world, the focus is online business.
0: Yeah, nice. And how they put Will package their knowledge or their products into an online scalable model. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, only being in this space for two years after our amazing corporate career, what was your first
1: digital product? <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So, <laughs> my first digital product didn't sell anything. So, you know, I've learned a lot along the way. <laughs> I had begun one-on-one coaching and I was like, you know what, I need to scale beyond this one-on-one thing after five minutes because that's me. I've like, literally been coaching one-on-one for two months when I decided I was going to launch a group coaching program and I did not have any, I guess, support system by way of, well, how do you actually do that? And so I just sort of saw what other people did and, and gave it a red hot go. Uh, and yeah, didn't sell. But at that point, I I took a pause and I thought, you know what? I want this. I really want this, and I need to kind of move from amateur hour into pro. So I invested in Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy, mm-hmm. and that extremely extensive course focused training. Was my gateway to my first course, which back then I wasn't focused on business coaching. I was doing a lot of life coaching and a little bit of health coaching as well. So, my very first digital product was well, I'll give you two examples. The first one was a workshop, which is more just testing out the waters. Uh, So, it was a 90 minute workshop called Finding Your Why, which was targeted at corporates who were longing for more purpose. And I had, I don't know, maybe I had six or seven people sign up for that. And what's great about it is I still use that recording in my business two years later. Oh, good work. It's, it's not something I offer as a paid product, but it's definitely a resource that I provide in Digital Product Academy for people that join that aren't very clear on what product they want to actually create first. So I've got that. And then... After that, I went into my first course, which I I created an eight-week course called Plan It Happy or also pronounced Plan It Happy, Planet Happy, play on words. Yeah. And that was my first foray into like doing everything, the very produced way I would call it. And I brought in I want to say seven students, which is really exciting. And then halfway into that, COVID happened and oh. it was very stressful because half the people in that program pulled out, not, 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 not in the way of we don't want to, like we want our money back, but in a way of the world's gone crazy and I feel, feel self-indulgent focusing on my happiness right now.
0: Oh okay and so these weren't necessarily business people these were more like focusing on their own personal
1: health journey? Yeah 100% and and happiness and finding more purpose.
0: Okay and life in general.
1: Yeah 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 and they were at that point I was using LinkedIn as my primary marketing platform. Right. because I'd had such a strong personal brand within the corporate environment that I was leveraging that. And so the people that I was attracting in both my private coaching business and in my digital products were corporate people that were feeling dissatisfied.
0: Right. And you're not serving that market anymore? You've moved- oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> so how, like, how's that journey gone? When you start out in business and you're targeting this corporate person who is not feeling happy. And yeah. then you, you make a, a false 360, I suppose. Oh, no. so now you're working with business people in order to help them grow their existing business. So how uh-huh. do you make the transition from one to the other when they're so different?
1: Well, what's interesting is, and I also, I teach and coach this is, there is an element of listening to what people want from you. So what I found over that first eight months as a coach, was that over time, because my marketing was very on point, shall we say, and I was successfully growing a coaching business, despite having no previous experience as a coach. I mean, yes, a lot of transferable skills. And then ultimately launching a course, I started having a lot of people jumping into my direct message on LinkedIn asking how I did it and if I could help them grow their business
0: oh, and they okay. were
1: mostly coaches like 90% mm. of them were coaches. Business coaches were, or health coaches? They were mostly life coaches that were on LinkedIn and, and largely still in their corporate jobs and doing it on the side. Oh, okay so
0: there's your there's your segue really yeah and are those are those your people that are still in your world and who you're attracting are those life coaches who are a little to bit grow nice? no.
1: no what actually happened was so very soon after I launched that first course I had you know this request continually coming at me about helping these coaches grow their business and I was like well now I know how to create a course and I actually know that I can do it far more quickly than that first go-round, I'm going to create another course. And so whilst Planet Happy was live, I launched a second course. So probably three weeks into that being live in the eight-week course, I started a second course and I had, again, five or six humans say yes to that. It was at a beta price. It was only $300 for six weeks. And I was creating it as I went. So I was pre-recording it during the week and then running that content as the content the following week in that second course, whereas the other one I'd pre-made. But both were running at the same time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. Because, <laughs> I, I, you know, I was at that very early stage of, oh, my goodness, I need to make this work. I am yeah. not going back to corporate and I am still not earning enough money to pay my bills.
0: Yeah. You were attracting people. So Uh what do you you think was working back then to, Mm -hmm. even though you were attracting, you know, seven people and and numbers weren't big, but those are seven humans that said yes to what you had to offer. So what do you think was the secret source to actually getting at least seven people to say yes?
1: Well, to this day, similar strategy of consistency. And so in those earlier days in my coaching business, I was showing up in video content on LinkedIn almost every day. Ah, oh, okay. Every day. I actually, at one stage, I did a 100-day challenge, including weekends, where I I created a piece of video content every day for 100 days that I published on LinkedIn.
0: Wow. And then
1: I was so in the swing, I didn't stop. I kept going until, I don't know, 120 days. <laughs>
0: I was like no I'll miss it. (laughs) Yeah well that's a huge commitment to you know showing up on video and not only showing up on video but actually having content for 100 days.
1: Yeah. How did you manage that? It wasn't all in service of building my coaching business. I was still very early into my journey as a business owner and I was at that point, I was talking in market about well-being consulting as well to a degree because I had studied health coaching and also because of my passion for health and well-being, which was kind of as a result of me going through breast cancer 11 years ago. That seemed like a really natural space for me to step into in more of a consulting role back into the corporate industry that I'd left. It, even though that was, there was a lot of content around health and well-being and looking after yourself while you're in corporate, it kind of unfolded into finding your purpose and having more passion for what you do and personal mastery and all of those sorts of things. So there was, the content was a mix of building my personal brand as a thought leader in that space, as well as coaching content. Okay. So story sharing.
0: Yeah. So how has your business evolved? Like if you look back to that two years ago, and how has your business evolved
1: from that to where you are now? Yeah, it's changed enormously. And I will say it was at that time when we first met that I had both of those courses were running. Yes. We were in the mastermind together and our incredible leaders were very direct with me about the fact that I needed to figure out what I was doing and not be serving two different audiences. And it was confusing and, oh my God, the resistance came up and I felt like a fraud. And I'm like, I thought that I was figuring this out, but it was so confronting and challenging to be told, you're not going to scale whilst you're not clear. And that was a a massive turning point. So Around that time, within the next few weeks, it became very apparent when I was running both the Planet Happy and the Biz Academy course that I loved the business coaching course and the other one was draining me. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, and I think COVID was part of that because, you know, kind of holding space for people focusing on the happiness in that was difficult. And at the same time, I looked forward to those coaching calls that I had with the group of business owners so much every week. And that was really lighting me up. And so as those courses both came to their completion, that was the deciding moment when taking the feedback on board from our mastermind leaders and reflecting on how I felt, I instantly in a moment let go of all other coaching outside of business coaching and relaunched myself as a business coach.
0: Tell me about that process in itself and the headspace that you had to be in because after spending months of creating that first program and pre-recording it all and doing everything Mm -hmm. like by the book and pouring so much of your time and energy into it, like I remember... You oh were on God. one of our calls and you were sitting in New York while you were pre-recording before yep. you launched and, and going through all of that. And so to then put that in a box and say goodbye, what was going through your head that you had to reconcile?
1: Well, gratefully, I was working with a one-on-one coach who was is a human design coach. And I do have a bit of the spiritual side to me. And she was the one who said to me, you light up when you talk about that business coaching course and you retract when you talk about the other course. What would it feel like if you never ran Planet Happy again? And I was like, oh, did all that work? Yeah. She said, yes, what would it feel like? And I went, it would be a relief. Then
0: that was an easy decision
1: because... After that, I'm a business coach. I'm freaking phenomenal at this. I feel so much more in my power. I mean, 30 years of marketing experience, that transition into business coaching was far more natural for me as a human. And once I also realised that I was getting so much fulfilment by supporting these awesome students to grow their business effectively and seeing the impact of my effort, then... All the pieces fell into place.
0: And so did you then run the Biz program again or did you morph yeah, it into something new?
1: Yeah, I ran it, I ran it a couple more times. The second time I ran it, I had a VIP option. And everybody that joined bought the VIP, which meant one-on-one coaching with me in a smaller, more intimate group. And I repositioned it as a mastermind in the moment because I realized that at the price point they were paying and the level of support they were getting that it was more of a mastermind container than a course. And that happened quickly with the same content, but ultimately once I'd been through that experience and actually gotten on board with the fact that, oh, my God, people are saying yes to a mastermind with me, I wasn't happy with the content anymore. I <laughs> 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 Of course. I I ran it one more time as a course without the VIP access as a very like six week sprint style like receiving that content every week for six weeks and it didn't sell very well and I realized that I wasn't being specific enough about what I was offering it was like any anybody who wants a new business that has an online element whether that's just the marketing and wants to understand the fundamentals, this is the program for you. And it just didn't sell.
0: What do you think that was? It was because you had already decided that you weren't happy with the content, so your energy then didn't put out to attract people?
1: What I do you think attributed to that? I that could have impacted it, but I don't believe that it was the right offer. Right. And so that's a big reason that I've developed a new course that is well and truly specific, like teaching one thing, that people really want, not trying to be like a generalist, which is what that course was. It was a generalist course.
0: Right. Okay. And so what does your business look like behind the scenes? So you've like iterated lots and lots of times over the last two years and quite fast. So you've got quite a product suite now and you've had previous products leading up to where you are now. What does that look like behind the scenes?
1: Well, today I have a really robust body of work. So I recreated mastermind content, which I'm really proud of. And I know it's you know incredibly impactful. And that is a seven module course with 15 bonus trainings. Cool. With, yeah. And everybody that goes through it is just so overwhelmingly happy. And many of the awesome women who do the mastermind come back and do a second round despite the fact they've already got access to the content because it's um, not actually
0: the content on its own that keeps them yeah. keep moving right
1: yeah it's the community yeah and also the access to my marketing brain if I'm honest so there that is just yeah that's that's Something that I will—I'll always iterate and go back and watch things and think I would do that slightly differently now and refilm. But as a body of work, it, it's iterating; it's not changing. Nice. And I see that you know being a persistent asset in my business for the long term. It, it could change in terms of what the offer is. Like I could evolve it from a three-month to a six-month program quite easily. As an example of that. But at the moment, it's it's the 12 weeks. And one thing that is happening in the current round, because it's open for application right now, is I'm moving from drip releasing the content to it all being available when you join with more of a focus on choosing your own adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can come in and realise that you need to build your audience and start there, or you could come in having already created your, product digital product and move straight into selling
0: okay so it's a more customized journey and they yeah. can start wherever they want in the content that's really smart whilst having access yeah. to you on a on a
1: weekly basis on a weekly basis yeah and what i love about this shift in model is it actually sets up repeat i mean i have it already but if, if i position it in this way there's less pressure on them to try and get through the seven modules, which is a heavy load, and it's more focused on, on that customized journey, which, is, which means that you can stick around for two, three, four, or even rounds of the mastermind and so
0: what does what does support look like behind the
1: scenes in your business? So that's a
0: lot of work to be doing, and you're fronting all of it. Yes. but what does the what kind of support do you have behind the scenes to help you with all of this?
1: Quite limited, however, <laughs> I have <laughs> taken the step of I have two VAs in my life now uh, one that is my i would say admin vA uh, that supports me with things like back-end video uploading, converting podcast into social media posts, things like that. And I have a second VA who is a specialist video editor that is, uh, oh gosh, she's just brilliant, um, helping me with packaging testimonials and creating video content that supports my programs in in terms of if I run a 70, 90-minute long form training, repackaging that for me into shorter lessons so that the consumer has a really great learning experience as well. I have a bookkeeper so that that keeps trucking along without me doing it. Thank thank you, thank you, thank you. But really, I think that the support that I get the most is from having the systems in place, like having Kajabi as my as my one platform has made my life very easy from a everything's in one shop front. So I can easily navigate, you know, from my offers to my email marketing to my course, everything being in that one place has has really been joyous, I would say. Yeah. And that that's it. Other than that, I do my all my own social media. I, I really enjoy it. I do I no longer post on LinkedIn regularly. In time, you know, I was doing both LinkedIn and Instagram in terms of everyday content and I experienced a real drop-off in conversion from LinkedIn, not surprisingly because my audience changed. Yeah. Uh, And so I just let it go. That that was quite, like, confronting to do because I'd built up a much larger audience over there than I have to this day on Instagram, but it's been fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so lifestyle wise, this model of business that you are now delivering and you've moved into more business coaching, what's that done for your
1: lifestyle? Oh gosh, my lifestyle is so much better than it was 18 months ago. In particular, I've shifted away from one-on-one coaching and I love, I love one-on-one coaching, but that model was a lot more energy intensive And so the first thing I did was reduce the days that I coached on from five days a week down to three. And then from there, the more that I focused on my digital products, the greater attention and marketing energy went in that direction. And that's really, I would say my business has migrated heavily and so has my revenue towards my digital products as opposed to one-on-one coaching. And in that process, I'm scaling faster and required less from a time perspective to be in the business.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's really good. So what kind, let's talk moolah. What kind of dollars does that look like in your business if you are okay with yeah, sharing? Yeah,
1: I'm cool to share that. So in my first year as a coach, I brought in $70,000, which to me was tiny coming from corporate.
0: Yeah, but still, in your first year of business, you brought in $70,000. That in itself is a great achievement when that's not what you had spent 30 years doing. You know, business coaching is quite a different um, way of working. So, you know, go you, 70 grand in your first year.
1: Yeah. And actually, for most of that year, for eight months of that year, nine months, 10 months, I was more positioned as a life or a health coach. Yeah. And then it really, once I shifted into business coaching, everything changed. And my monthly revenue kind of jumped from five to 10,000 to 20 really fast. Wow. And so in year two, I got to 200, almost 220,000. So triple in a year kind of incredible
0: yeah that's phenomenal
1: yeah so that that felt really good so now I'm just into what what are we September three months into year three Mm -hmm. and things have changed again not in terms of scale of income I'm around the same income but I'm working only 25 hours a week most weeks
0: oh brilliant so income is at a place where that's great for lifestyle and now you've been able to reduce your hours. So if you were working the same amount of hours that you were
1: in year one, income would look really different. I believe so. But the funny thing is I I asked myself this question recently because I am (laughs) ambitious in terms of where I'm headed uh, financially. And I asked myself this question. So, okay, if somebody said to you, you can reach $440,000 in the next 12 months, but you have to work six days a week, would you do it? And I was just a hard no. And that, that's really eye-opening for me that I've, I now know that I am, um, my number one priority is my lifestyle ahead of volume of money.
0: That's such a good thing to have clarity on because then yeah. you know how you're living your life, right?
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I've I've been through breast cancer. I'm a seasoned campaigner. I left corporate because I didn't want to be chained to my desk anymore. So what's the point, right? Of going after a, you know, for instance, seven figure business and losing that intent. Yeah. Then you'd just be doing the same as you were in corporate, right? 100%. I mean, on my terms, but like, no, that's, that's not, that's not me. That's not in alignment with what I want. Yeah.
0: And so what does your next iteration or vision of your business look like for the next kind of 12 months? Where would you like to be at the end of this coming 12 months?
1: Yeah, I'm really excited, actually, because I repositioned myself to squarely sit in the digital product space only two months ago, knowing that Until that point, yes, I talked marketing coaching as well as business coaching, but I still felt that I hadn't found my thing. And it's been a process to get to the point where I'm like, you know what? The reason that I've been able to unlock this level of freedom is because of digital products. And that's what I'm most excited about helping other people achieve is the lifestyle that I have. And so, With that, I then went into creation mode and built my new course, which I believe is incredibly scalable. And I want that course to go to thousands of women and change lives. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I invested big into the first iteration in terms of, you know, getting like, well, working a lot harder for a period of time, but also getting a copywriter, outsourcing many elements of that process, running thousands of dollars in Facebook ads, growing my email list specific to this audience. And I'm in that program now. The feedback is like incredible to the point where I'm like, oh, my goodness, this really is like this is what I hoped it would be. And so what, what this looks like for me is scaling that course as my priority, which will feed my mastermind and continuing to migrate towards those two products and also my inner circle mastermind, which I don't talk about much. There's two women in it right now. Uh, It's an intensive, high-touch, almost private coaching container, but with a community aspect. With those three products, I think in time I won't take on -on one-on-one clients' coaching anymore. And you so still I'll focus on those three products
0: and with one feeding the other.
1: Yeah. And, you know, really dropping back to three days a week, which that will enable for sure. So the
0: listeners probably won't know about the lifestyle that you have been leading <laughs> for the last six months. So do you just want to share a little bit about the last six months of your business and yeah. what you've been doing?
1: Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> kind of moved into this year and my mastermind was up and running and I was in a situation where I was appreciating that I could do less hours because my business has shifted in favor of digital products and I made the decision to become a digital nomad. That's so exciting. So since uh, March this year I've been living in Airbnbs primarily. Unusual way to do the digital nomad thing but I have property myself. And I appreciated that I could rent that out on Airbnb and fund my investment into staying in Airbnbs largely by doing that. And I have a dog and I wasn't feeling ready to pack up my own house. I thought I'll just go on an adventure this year and see how it unfolds. And it's been, wow. I mean, I had no idea that that COVID or uh, the pandemic was going to have this second incredible, incredible sounds like the wrong word, but this awful wave that has hit us in Australia oh, yeah. and New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, so I got onto the on the road and by the time that happened, I was in Queensland and beyond the cities. And so I've been largely unaffected in my day-to-day life. I haven't had a mask on this year, for example. Wow. Not once. That um, feels
0: so unnormal, you know? <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, especially okay. when for me, just leaving the house, even if it is to just walk the dog, requires yeah. a mask. So the fact that you've got away with not having a mask
1: has been that's no. I know. Awesome. I feel like somewhat like oh, sorry. Yeah. You make your own luck, right? I worked really hard to get to this point in my life. Really hard. Yeah. And I've been through. The worst of times. And so, you know, I've earned this. That's how I feel. And when people say, you're so lucky, I'm like, yeah, but you make your own luck. I left a many multiple six-figure corporate career and all the trappings that came with that to do this. And I made another big decision that was moving out of my house and living between my car and Airbnbs. And yes, not actually sleeping in my car, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And growing an online business that means I can be anywhere and do that, that, that's all like that's by design, not by luck.
0: Yeah, that's the epitome that I think when we move into this online business world, we're looking for that location freedom, that financial freedom. And, you know, to be able to work from anywhere when we choose, uh, that that feels such a luxury for most people yeah. um, and and that you've managed to actually design your business with that in mind is really inspiring.
1: Thank you. And honestly, like it may seem like a whim and it was at the time, but I left New York, living in New York, working in, you know, back in corporate five years ago. And when I left New York, I said to my friends there, mark my words, I will become a digital nomad and I'll split my time and I'll be back. So it, it was, yeah, it, it was on my agenda without any real understanding of how I would make it happen five years ago.
0: Wow, there you go. That's the ultimate
1: manifestation, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is now it's, it's not what I thought it would be. I thought it would be living between Australia and the US, but it may well be in the future. Wow, win, win, win the world opens back up again. We're not far off at at least given that
0: a go, are we? Yeah, yeah, well, let's hope. Awesome, Yvette. I mean, I've really enjoyed watching your business journey going from very newbie to all of these pivots that you're making to now living your life by design. It has been inspiring at the speed by which you have done things. So how can people listening, how can they connect with you?
1: Well, I'm all over Instagram. Uh, My Instagram handle is at Yvette Mayer underscore. I'm sure Sandra will put that into the show notes. And
0: the show notes.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, And if you are interested in launching a digital product, uh, I'll get Sandra to drop in my digital product decision guide freebie for you. Yeah, and other than that, com. I'm so easy to find online because I have one of those names that isn't so common. Uh, <laughs> all the things, all the things. I have my own podcast, "The Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur, which has a Facebook group. You will not miss me if you go looking. <laughs>
0: I mean I thought I had a unique name until I went online and decided that I wanted to be a personal brand and I stuck in Sandra Julian and I'm like found all of these other Sandra Julians and I'm like well I'm not so unique after all
1: <laughs> whereas I there are very few event Mayers, but I know for sure there's one that lives in New York which I find really funny yeah he's <laughs> the only one that has I think a, a, an online footprint uh, it's nowhere near as active as mine <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you plug Yvette Mayer into a search engine, yeah. And you'll be good. Yeah, you'll be good. Fabulous.
0: <laughs> Evette, thanks so much for joining me today and being the first guest on the Business Your Way podcast. Your journey is extraordinary. And I'll just encourage everyone to go follow you on Instagram and, yeah, grab that freebie around creating a digital product
1: awesome thank you so much you're very welcome and i am pleased to have you in my world
0: you're welcome all right we'll talk to you soon okay Bye. Bye. thank you for joining us today and listening all the way to the end all the links to yvette and all the things that she mentioned in the podcast today can be found in the show notes which you can get at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast And if you want to be more organized and get your systems sorted so you can finally delegate and automate tasks in your business to reclaim your time, then go get your hands on my free business systems cheat sheet at sandrajulian.co forward slash systems. And just one last thing before you go. If you really enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get new episodes as soon as they're released every week. If, like me, you listen on Apple Podcasts, then I would appreciate if you could rate the show and leave a quick review. I will read every single review and respond to you if you leave me your Instagram handle. It would really mean the world to me if I could get this show in the ears of many more online service business owners so they can see how they can continue to build their business without the hustle and grind, so they can live a life by design. Alrighty, I will talk to you again real soon.